Greetings and welcome to Old School Company. This is Dr. Clark along with the Cowboy Always Audio Engineering and everything in place. And we'd like to welcome you to Old School Company where we do some thinking out loud. And today we decided to look at the topic of love. And I wanted to really just focus in on a one particular theory of love because many, many theories out there. But this particular one is the triangular theory of love. And in this, this triangle, it talks about intimacy, passion, and commitment. And if you want to get some further research on you can go back to Sternberg, 1986, and look at this theory a little bit closer. We just want to think out loud about this theory and look at some of these components that are identified in this theory. I always found this this theory to be interesting because it narrowed it down to three components and we know we could find other theories and other avenues and other walks of life to talk about love, but it does bring up some interesting points, some interesting things to think about. On today, Old School Company, we're looking at the triangle of love and looking at love, all right? And love may be viewed as consistent of three central elements, intimacy, passion, and commitment. And intimacy is going to be at the top of the triangle is the emotional connectness that two people feel for each other. The connectness, the emotional connectness that two people feel for each other. The partners feel bonded to each other in a context of emotional warmth. So just imagine you can sit down and just draw your little triangle. Boom, boom, boom. Draw your little triangle. And at the top of that, right at the point there, at the very top, you're going to have intimacy. All right? Then on the left side of that triangle, you'll have passion. On the left side of that, it refers to romantic and physical aspects of the relationship. The partners are physiologically aroused in reference to each other. So put that passion right on that left side of that triangle. And then on the right hand of the triangle, you'll have commitment. And commitment is the desire to maintain the relationship. And this is the cognitive aspect of the relationship over which the partners exercise the greatest conscious control. And I'll say that again about commitment. Commitment is going to be on the right hand side of the triangle. And it is the desire to maintain the relationship. Key there, the desire to maintain the relationship. And this is the cognitive all right, we're into that thinking self. This is the cognitive aspect of the relationship over which the partners exercise the greatest conscious control. So you have a pyramid, the triangle theory of love. And uh, when you look at this, all right, you got intimacy, passion, and commitment. And what happens in this theory, there are various kinds of love can be described on the basis of these three elements, these three factors. One, you got non-love, the absence of all three components in reference to another person. Non-love, you have none of these components. It, it is really straightforward, self-explanatory. When it says non-love, it's talking about the absence of these three components, intimacy, passion, and commitment. Then we look at liking. And liking, the intimacy element of a relationship is present but passion and commitment in the future are lacking. 
So in liking, you just have the intimacy there, but the other two, the passion and the commitment, it's just, it's just not there. Then you have infatuation. All of us, we're very familiar with the word infatuation, but this gives us an opportunity today on Old School Company to elaborate on this particular concept, infatuation, as it pertains to the triangle theory of love. Infatuation, the experience of passion without intimacy or commitment. Now, notice what's happening here. The experience of passion is there without the intimacy or the commitment. So just the passion. That leads to infatuation. And then we have what we call empty love, the absence of both intimacy and passion, but a commitment to love another. Empty love, the absence of both intimacy and passion, they're not there. Intimacy and passion not there, but you have this commitment, almost like an agreement, all right, to love another. And then the consummate love, a love resulting from a full combination of intimacy, passion, and commitment. Consummate love, a love resulting from a full combination of intimacy, passion, and commitment. And some things to to consider you can take this and apply this to yourself, apply this to uh, relationships that you're involved in, uh, intimacy, passion, and commitment elements of love, and see just where, where those things are in, in, in your love life. Let's put it like that. Just make it personal. And uh, you, you know a great deal uh, about you. And then we know that there's romantic and realistic love uh, Romantic love is sometimes referred to as what we just mentioned was infatuation, that romantic love is characterized by such beliefs as love at first sight. Some of the terms that we bring about in our society, there is only one true love and love conquers all. And the symptoms of romantic love include drastic mood swings. Uh, you got that population of the heart, you know, oh, my heart is just beating. You got this intrusive thinking about the partner. And romantic love is a combination of intimacy and passion there and then in contrast you got the romantic the romantic love contrast to realistic love all right and the realistic love tends to be characteristic of people who have been in love with each other for several years and partners who know all about each other yet still love each other i said to have a realistic view of love and i'll say that again in contrast to the romantic love you have the realistic love, and it tends to be characteristic of people who have been in love with each other for several years. Partners who know all about each other yet still love each other are said to have a realistic view of love. And there are all kind of uh, self-assessments that you can do out there, some questions that you can ask yourself, go to a little uh, thinking aloud, a little journaling, writing some things down. Uh, just sitting down with your significant other and just having a conversation. I'll just sit down and have a little self-assessment just with yourself. It's not, it's not about really a right or wrong, but about finding out, gaining some insight to where you are. All right. Some, some of the statements, I'll give you something you can think about. Uh, let's do one like this. To be in love with someone you would like to marry but can't is a tragedy. How do you feel about that particular statement? You know, strongly agree, strongly disagree. Uh, I don't know. Maybe mildly agree, undecided. 
mildly disagree. But somewhere along the way, let's just take a look at that at that statement and say, hmm, I hadn't, I hadn't thought about that, but let's look at it. And uh, that's just a good place to begin. Give you another little statement to, to think on. It doesn't matter if you marry after you have known your partner for only a short time, as long as you know you are in love. That That's one of those reoccurring things that pop up in life. Uh, it doesn't matter if you marry after you have known your partner for only a short time, as long as you know you are in love. And again, just a little statement to do some reflecting on, do some self-assessing on, to think out loud. Uh, see, I have another one here for you. You can love someone even though you do not like any of that person's friends. You can love someone even though you do not like any of that person's friends. How about this one? Love at first sight is often the deepest and most enduring type of love. These are just statements for you to re to reflect on and, and get involved in some conversation on. I just simply do some self-assessment and uh, make you some journal notes and say, hey, you know, I know I've heard these statements before in real life. I've been presented with these statements. I I have presented these statements. I I've just thought about it, but now I just want to bring it bring it out loud. Here's another one: When you are in love, it really does not matter what your partner does because you will love him or her anyway. Oh, this is a good one right here. When you are in love, it really does not matter what your partner does because you will love him or her anyway. And then. We continue on. I'll give you some more to do a little self-assessment on. Regardless of other factors, if you truly love another person, that is a good enough reason to marry that person. Regardless of other factors, if you truly love another person, that is a good enough reason to marry that person. How about this one? People should not get married unless they are in love. People should not get married unless they are in love. What are your thoughts on it? No right or wrong. Again, statements are just designed to do a little self-assessment, see where you are in relationship to these statements. You strongly agree, mildly agree, undecided, mildly disagree, and you strongly disagree. It's just your, your thoughts. We're just doing a little thinking out loud. How about this one? Somewhere there's an idea mate. For most people, somewhere there is an ideal mate for most people. In most cases, you will know it when you meet the right partner. In most cases, you will know it when you meet the right partner. Uh, uh, let's take it on in just a little bit deeper. Jealousy usually varies directly with love. That is, the more you are in love, the greater your tendency to become jealous will be. I'll say it again. Jealousy usually varies directly with love. That is, the more you are in love, the greater your tendency to become jealous will be. And then let's do some of these, some of these long-lasting statements. Let's give you one like this. Love often comes only once in a lifetime. Love often comes only once in a lifetime. We've heard this one a, a whole bunch of time. And then I'll, I'll switch gears on you and give you one more. And no matter what anyone says, Love cannot be understood. I just always thought that was a good statement to examine, to reflect on, to think out loud on. No matter what anyone say, love cannot be understood. Yeah, you just go ahead and explain and explain love. Today, we just took a little time out, do some thinking out loud, 
we isolated one theory on love, and that was the triangular theory of love. We looked at the components, the intimacy, the passion, and the commitment, and we, we see where the the intimacy uh, is at the top of the triangle, the passion is on the left hand of the triangle, the commitment is on the right hand of the triangle, and then we look at these various elements, these various factors, and we see how these three elements are there in order to have the consummate love, a love resulting from a full combination of intimacy. We have examined none, the non-love, the absence of all three components in reference to another person. We looked at liking. The intimacy element of the relationship is present, but passion and commitment in the future are lacking. We've looked at infatuation, the experience of passion without intimacy or commitment. We have examined empty love, the absence of both intimacy and passion, but a commitment to love another. I'd like to thank our sponsor, Mr. Paul Reeves, R-E-A-V-E-S, the author, Paul Reeves. And if you want to know a little bit more about our sponsor, Paul Reeves, you simply go to weprogresstogether.com. Just type that in, weprogresstogether.com, and you'll get a biography on him, some information, also some contact information where you can actually email him. Uh, phone numbers there as well. And you can also order his books right there online. Uh, you can go to any book outlet. Just simply type in the author, Paul Reeves, and then uh, the Credit Repair Handbook will pop up. You, you definitely get that one, even if you have great, even if you have excellent credit. It'll show you how to utilize that credit and uh, how to grow your money and how to how to manage and continue to keep that excellent, effective credit that you have. And if you don't have that excellent credit or that good credit, well, that's the book for you. It'll help you get there, guarantee it. Also, you can look at Secrets, Insurance Secrets Revealed, a very, very good book, uh, practical. It just, just, I mean, it's just crammed with information to help you with insurance, things that you didn't know about, ways to reduce uh, house insurance, car insurance, uh, inside secrets are revealed. Just simply type in uh, Arthur Paul Reeves, any book outlet, Amazon, and it'll be right there in full view. You can also go to weprogresstogether.com website. You can order right there from the site as well. And, hey, it's been another great day. It's been beautiful, magnificent, just looking at love. And just know that love is action. Love is action. Uh, talk is cheap. It'll make your mouth say things. But love is action. So follow up, follow through, make it happen. It's another beautiful day. And as always, life is good. You just have to have something to compare it to. Have a great day.